What? Nothing. What? What? <laughs> you okay? Good. I'm good. Okay. You and your Apple Watch gonna be all right? It's a Christmas gift. Shut up. <laughs> Does it count your hiccups for you? Yep. Okay. You have an Apple Watch? Yeah. Is it on you? It looks oh, okay. Like an Apple Watch. It's oh. everyone looks the same. So. <laughs> oh, I couldn't see it. It was under the table. Oh. And whatever. Okay. Anyway. Anyway. Beginning episode seventy-three. I was gonna say seventy-two, so I would have been very close. You would have been. Justin, do you like Half Life and Portal? Uh, no, I hate both those series. Good. You'll be pleased to know that J.J. Abrams is making movies based on them. Oh, I thought it was going to be about the, the Gabe thing. I thought whatever. he said no more making movies based on existing IP. No, no more reboots. Different. He I mean, wants to tell new stories, but he's not doing any more reboots. So not a new story so much as a story that is being repurposed into a movie. So he's doing adaptations now. So he's going to reboots. have a silent protagonist in a movie that is going to work out. That doesn't really great. seem like Hardcore there's Hardcore Henry, a, I guess. Oh, my God. There's no distinction there. I never it's, saw that movie. But. It, sounds like, it sounds like it's just... Isn't his Star Trek just an adaptation of He's not remaking movies, I guess, is what his, he's saying. And there's never been a Half-Life or a Portal movie. Definitively, we can say that. So he's not remaking a movie. Come on, anybody, Don't you, trust did him. you really expect him to honor the spirit of what he said? No. Yeah, come on. No, there's too much money at stake. So that, it's fucking awful. Probably, anyway, it will Speaking be. of awful, let's talk about Judge Dredd and Dredd. Wow, right into it, nothing else? Yeah, that's all the news I had. Really? Yeah. Um, I haven't really been watching news this week. Yeah, so that's, that's what I thought. Okay, I'm sure there was something else. Donald Trump's the president, I guess. It's all really the big ticket item that happened. Oh, okay. Okay. Anyway, Judge Dredd and Dredd. I don't know which one is which. Dredd is the one that uh, you didn't like. Judge Dredd is the one with Sylvester Stallone. Okay. I kind of both, I hated both, but it was levels of hate on <laughs> it. Yeah, Justin didn't like the new one. Heresy. No, no, no. Okay, so my thing is, is... You're a fucking idiot. Is that what your thing is? That movie <laughs> felt like... Something a 14-year-old would watch and say, like, oh, my God, this is, like, so edgy and deep and shit. Versus, like, the old one. Like, yeah, it sucked, but it had character. Explain yourself, because I have, I have the exact opposite reaction. Okay, no 14-year-old is going to watch Sylvester Stallone going, <laughs> all, all over the place. <laughs> and then the new one is just, like, techno, grunge, steampunk. Or techno punk music, whatever, all over the place, and like all the like mind reading shit, jumping between different like torture scenes and whatnot, and uh, it wasn't. It was just like, okay, that's cool. I get it. You want to be edgy and dark and show people cutting skin and shit, whatever. How's that edgy and dark though? It's, it's an action movie compared to like the other Judge Dredd. That was just like. Judge Dredd, you're fired. Rah, rah, rah. You're accused of murder. Rah, rah, rah. It like felt like Sylvester Stallone like went through a shitty arc where then this the the just what Dredd is that the new one the 2012 one was just like I'm Judge Dredd. Pew pew pew. Fuck you. Pew pew pew. And like the only guy who had like kind of an arc was the one junkie that had like the giant ass pupils that like okay well I guess you're a victim so get out of here kid. 
They were robot eyes, actually. Oh, whatever. I missed that part. I was. Yeah, you missed the part where she was ripping out his eyes and putting in the new ones. One yeah. of those torture scenes you didn't like. Yeah, I was just like, whatever. This is just torture porn. I'll get over it. I'm not fourteen, and this isn't deep. <laughs> that's just me, though. Like, that's how I felt. That's my opinion. You're Everyone's stupid. Got one. You're stupid. <laughs> I like the old one better, but not because it's good. I didn't say it was good. It was like that edge of bad and good. It's like the movie started. I'm like, why the fuck is Rob Schneider here? Like, yeah. that's how I started out. I'm just like, what is going to be the tone of this movie? And it was just like, that's the tone right there. <laughs> Rob but I, I love that. He gets out of prison and he rides like the taxi to Utopia Gardens or whatever. And he gets there and the guys are like, hey, we're having a block war. Get in here. We're just going to shoot each other. <laughs> yeah. It was like, a little more fun than like the other one that was just like torture porn. And then like Rob Schneider's like flying, he's like, hey, there's like Paradise City or whatever. It's like, <laughs> no kid. Fuck you. Fuck off. Let's keep going down, down, down. Oh yeah, there's a ride in progress. Come on, you're recruited. Yeah, you're Block criminal war. now again. Block war. And then Race Sylvester war. Stallone Woo. comes in his awkward motorcycle. Oh yeah, yeah I was on the motorcycle. You didn't have a little hover scooter. Yeah. Obviously a motorcycle that the prop department put way too much shit on because they all go really, really slow. Right, he can never outrun. That's good response time, though. (laughs) That's it. I mean, he got there pretty fast after the last two cops. Well, his motorcycle can fly, too, so you got to take that into account. You just didn't see that part. Oh, He flew, like, all the way there and then landed to awkwardly drive through the fire. Very carefully, because they only had one fucking motorcycle model. CGI costs a lot. Putting that green screen background up. That shitty green screen background, I will say. It was the best. Like, when Rob Schneider walked into the city, it was like, they had that, like, epic, like, oh my god, look at out this huge cityscape and whatnot. And it was very much just, like, the first six feet are, you know, props, and then the back is, like, a flat surface it looked like <laughs> it, it looks like it looks like the gotham city from joel schumacher's batman movies <laughs> it, maybe it was like reusing <laughs> well when were those movies made the same time about this oh time. maybe they were <laughs> just repurposed that's, no, that's what the judge dread mega city one is that where they are in yeah both of them yeah okay that's what the stallone version looked like to me the just over the over the top set design and stuff like you're in the future Everything is weird looking in the future. Yeah. The thing I liked about the movie was that it was really shitty, but it's also one of those shitty movies that has like self awareness. So I enjoyed that about it. And the, I don't know, some of the comedy was okay. Like Rob Schneider being inside the little droid in the beginning, like move out of the way. The, the dispenser droid is your friend. <laughs> He's like eating and they're like eating ramen. And it's like, <laughs> fuck off, Judge Dredd. I'm trying to eat. <laughs> Yeah, or yeah. like just the commentary, like the droid in the beginning saying, you know, eat recycled food. It's good for the environment and okay for you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that was, I like, sober things I kind of liked. And I don't know, there was nothing like as funny, like there was comedy in the first movie. I didn't feel like there was much of any, or it was just like bad one-liners kind of. Like, oh, my mind's more fucked up than you. Like, yeah, right, bitch. My mind's more fucked up than you, G making gang signs over here for the listeners blood yeah blood gang um i don't know what this is this is like east and backward east side 
I'm, I'm playing both fields. I will give <laughs> that to you that that dread. I didn't. Have, there was no humor in that movie at all. It was like the basic plot was get to the top of the tower. It's like Donkey yeah, Kong. It was, I mean, you could criticize it based on that. I think is totally legit. I think part of have an action movie is having you know some amount of like comedy in it, unless it's like a very good action movie. Like I mean, I've heard this. It's like just pure action and it's good. But um, what's that movie with Keanu Reeves that came out? Recently? John Wick. John Wick. Yeah, it's just like pure action, not a lot of comedy from what I heard. None that I can recall. Yeah, but I've heard it's good. But this movie awesome. is like kind of very bland as far as action goes. And it just has like, oh, Judge Dredd is a icon that you may remember from comic books you read. That was what I noticed too, watching the Stallone version right mm-hmm. from the beginning where they introduced the credits and everything with the comic books. And I'm like, wow, this is the prototype for every Marvel movie that has ever come out. Like, the guy's just, like, clearly somebody was inspired by that because even, like, the intro to the studio is, like, all the comic books flipping and stuff. Yeah, so I started and I ran out of the room because I needed to grab a snack real quick when I started the movie. And um, I came back and I saw, like, the pages flipping. I'm like, wait a second, this isn't a a Marvel property, is it? The love. No, it's it's the law's property. That's the best part where he and Armand Vasante are going back and forth. Or he's in the hyper prison with the guns around him for no reason. I I don't really That's in Colorado. I don't understand how that prison works necessarily cuz like is it that uh, it just doesn't seem like a good idea is like, "Oh, you just have voice commands." To shoot people, but not the prisoner. Like it's the future. It, it doesn't make any sense. It's the future. It's like the door has opened and one person walked in. The computer knows that there are now two people in the chamber. One being the prisoner, the other being who you already have identified as, you know, Chief Justice or something like that. Whatever is the warden. The warden. I don't remember who he was. So the computer should recognize. Okay, there's still two people in the chamber. And his voice has changed or something. Like, why would I just start shooting him? Like, it doesn't make a lot of sense. I, I don't know. You know why it does it, though? Why? Because the computer's following the law. It's trying to advance the plot. Yeah. So it doesn't want to shoot the criminal because his his sentence has been life in prison. Yeah. Because he was born a fucked up clone. Yep. Oh, okay. And the warden's sentence was death because he got shot. Yeah, <laughs> that's pretty much it. There's only three cities, Justin. Mega City 1, 2, and then Texas. Aspen Prison, that's where it is. Yeah, but this, the three cities on their map are 1, like New York, 2, LA, and then Mega City, Texas. They don't have number 3, it's Texas. But in the Aspen is just a prison in the middle and, of the In country. the wasteland, yeah, okay. where cyborg mutants live. And cannibals. and Yeah. Is, are cannibals a big... Like, I don't know this IP that well. Are cannibals a problem in it? Like, do either of you know if this IP... Are... Everybody's a cannibal. That's I... what recycled food is. Oh, <laughs> is it? Okay. Mm-hmm. I... Yeah, I don't really know much about the Judge Dredd comics. Really, my entire knowledge is from the Stallone movie and the new one. Okay. So... Everybody's a cannibal. Okay. So, I actually have another question. I just remember about the cannibal scene. So, it was established earlier that... Stallone said something along the lines, and it was then proven later in the 2012 movie, that if you try and shoot a judge's gun that you are not authorized to handle, it blows off your arm. So why could Dredd 
take one of the judges' arm or guns that came in to the cannibal's place and because shoot it. They weren't judges. But they had the judge. They out. didn't have they didn't have the lawgiver guns. I thought they would have it on all their guns personally, but no, it's just the judges' guns because they okay. have all that special stuff in them. Actually, Plus, remind me of something. Because otherwise, uh, the guys in the block war would have been fucked. <sighs> they had guns. Yeah, but it, it just seems like all the guns the government officers of the law would have would be equipped with this technology of recognizing DNA on Yeah, probably, but I mean, the mutant dudes weren't officers of the law. They were mutant inbred psychopaths who lived in the cave. Yeah, but what, Rico sent, like, people to, like, clean up the shuttle mess and whatnot, and I thought those were judges with judge guns and shit, and Dry just goes like, and shoots them all. Yeah. I'm saying it's the law. So they just haven't taken them out of the database is what I assumed? There's, like, some incompetent lackey that's like, oh, well, I'll get around to that, you know. Issue later, taking, moving the old officer out of the database for authorized people. I bet Rico left him in there on purpose. Okay. So they could have a confrontation at the end. Maybe. The script told him to. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> yeah this, this fucking script, too. Like, I saw the runtime in this movie. It's only an hour and a half long. It's like, oh, wow, it really shows because they really stuff, like, a whole bunch of shit into an hour and a half movie. Yeah. And... That's the biggest drawback to me is because they, they go through this arc that Justin was talking about, but they really never give anything the right amount of time to develop or even make sense. They do the whole thing in this movie, including a backstory. Yeah, but it was so like quick, and it's like, oh, you're a clone. That's I, what I mean. Clone. <laughs> what? They, fit, they try to fit I get everything. Excited. They fit everything from his backstory of how he was a clone child who got Photoshopped into a picture all the way up to him taking over the world or saving the world, whatever he ends up doing. Yeah, and it's just, it feels so rushed because you only have an hour and a half and I don't yeah. know, like he, I think there's like two like little scenes where he basically finds out everything. It's like, wait, I'm a clone and Rico is my brother and you made me judge him and I have to face him. Yeah. And that was, that was like the whole crux of the movie. That was it. And then you had... Uh, the other guy, the German guy, the fascist guy Hitler. trying to take over the judge thing and yeah. restart the clone program. and So they were just trying to restart the clone program to like have more officers that yeah. beat down the riots and shit that were going One, on the That guy wanted more, okay. he wanted more laws, uh, harsher penalties for more... More executions. More, yeah, more, more executions. Uh, more like death penalty stuff. For lesser crimes. Hmm. So, like, you're in a droid eating its ramen. That's death. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Sucks for Rob Schneider. It just feels like he doesn't really earn anything throughout this movie. Rob so. Schneider? No, no. Oh. Rob Schneider earns his freedom totally. Like, his character arc is actually... Uh, Does he get off at the end? I don't remember. Yes. Uh, yeah, I thought he, he just, like, got a... He gets taken, taken away, away on a stretcher. stretcher. So he survives, yeah. we can assume. I mean... But. Judge Dredd is still, like, you know, has a hard-on for the law, so it would make sense that, well, thanks for helping me out. Um, we'll commute your sentence to only, like, three and a half years. <laughs> he learned his lesson, though. Rob Schneider got him good when they were on the little prison transport. Why are you here? The Lord made mistakes. Why are you here? I miss it. <laughs> he got him good. Oh. He fucked him good. 
Well, could God make a rock that he couldn't even push? Woo! Gotcha, Dread. Gotcha, Dread. <laughs> See, Rob Schneider starts out the movie as uh, like a total worthless ingrate, and then by the end of the movie, you know, he uses his special skills for good, and he becomes a hero or helps the hero, and he actually yeah. does something. Whereas Dread, the way Stallone plays him, he, he has a stick up his ass That's for like Stallone most of the movie. Just went like I the I think the funniest scene is when he's giving the speech to the cadets and stuff like you have to do the law and then you go into the desert and die and he's like this is the serious commitment that you go do and <laughs> you know, it's just like okay I bet everybody dropped out after his seminar and it's just you know I don't know he just doesn't have any personality at all until like two thirds of the way through the movie and only then it's because like he finds out he was a clone or something so like, my whole life is a lie. I, I think they were trying to make I knew you'd say that into a one-liner, but it didn't yeah, it work. didn't work out. And then, and at the end of the movie, yeah. I, I get that like he's supposed to be the the everyman guy, but it's like yeah. he does like this. I don't know. He he just starts right back up where he left off. You know, he's like, I'm a street judge. Sorry. <laughs> uh, <laughs> right. Yeah. Uh, I mean, well, I'm okay with that just because it's like it, it seems like he wouldn't be he, he's not fit for the position of you know an executive like that it's just it you know this is the thing like if you can you imagine though <laughs> this movie though that's the reason why i don't have a problem with the way he's portrayed in the in the 2012 version because they make no pretenses that he's like there to do some great task or something like his job is to just like get in there and kick people's asses and just apprehend like deliver justice and He's just doing his job, whereas they kind of like make you feel like you should feel that Sylvester Stallone went through like this epic story arc, and then at the end, it's like it always bothers me when nothing comes out of it. Really, I mean, he, has no he gets a girlfriend at the end, and she like hardly knows him. And <laughs> <laughs> we've been together yeah. all of like fifteen minutes. Right, it's like you defended me at trial. Want to go out sometime? Oh, that was his lawyer or whatever. At the yeah, Judge oh. Hershey. Okay. She uh, was the one anyway. at the beginning too, who had the little noob kid with her. Noob kid. Oh, like, it's like my tactical simulation. Oh, that kid, that kid. Who gets owned right away? Like Raiden. Yes. You didn't play Metal Gear Solids. No, but I'm aware of that. Oh, okay. I've had it screamed at me many times. Okay. Yeah, <laughs> I got the the story summary and a few screaming fits. I didn't do the screaming, did I? No, you didn't. Okay. I don't remember that screaming. But okay. <laughs> it was somebody else. But uh, I think the differences in, in the, I don't know who made the first one. I can't remember. Universal, Warner Brothers, fucking somebody made it. I don't know. They were trying to tell a story and try to like put everything about Judge Dredd into an hour and a half. And then the modern one, they're just trying to tell, like, this is what Judge Dredd does in an afternoon. Yeah, and that's what I liked about it is that it it was... I didn't get the sense that all this stuff was being forced into my brain in a very short time. I understood what he was there to do. I got the milieu that they exist in, which I think was actually a lot more realistic looking than the Stallone version, which was like the no, really? steampunk, yeah. like futuristic universe. And like the one they have here, it's like, oh, there's like, you know, regular buildings like you'd see if you went outside today. Plus they have these like mega tower things that people live in like every 20 blocks or whatever. Which are being built now in real life or planned. So. Sure. 
life imitating art. <laughs> Maybe. Yeah. I mean, the whole life imitating SimCity, the archaeology. Yeah, right. Oh, there's actually, um, I think, a town in Alaska somewhere where the entire town is just like in this one building because it's so fucking cold. I'm, I'm not what? making this up, okay? The like, town is in a building? Yes. Okay, so there is like this massive building where it has like a school, it has a supermarket, it has apartments. And you're looking this up now. I am. Gonna, I gotta check this out. But like, it's apparently like not like you know like Judge Dredd like a piece of shit. It's like you know decently run and shit. But yeah, everyone lives in this one building that's like you know ten stories high and whatnot. And it, it's a small town, but like everything you need for the town is in this building. So when you know the harshness of winter comes in Alaska, you don't have to go outside and freeze your balls off. Wow. Yeah. It's called. Um... Whittier. Whittier, Alaska. It's all in one building. See? Yeah, it's... It's basically a, a hotel is what it looks like. Yeah, it, it's basically a large hotel where just everybody It's not like a, a creepy arcology cyberpunk... No, no, no. 50,000 floor thing with a crazy lady at the top who's dealing drugs. Yet. It, it could turn into that, but... But, I mean, it is Alaska. More likely they'll just have, like, a crab feast at the top or caribou or something <laughs> she's controlling the crab supply yeah it's like it's like um is that the drug up there crab yeah it's like spice uh, <laughs> the crab must flow yeah and then break the crab legs open yeah he who controls the cracker <laughs> i don't know that actually the whole quote of that whatever i'm i don't know where i'm going with that anyway Alaska's pretty cool get it i do <laughs> Sorry for derailing there. <laughs> it's okay. It's relevant. Uh, I mean, I mean, yeah, but it, this is kind of happening in real life. It's happening there, which is sort of more of a it's gonna need, rather. But, I mean, it's going to happen in China. L.A. and other places are probably going to say, well, we don't want buildings above, like, three stories. Fuck off. Oh, it's China keeps putting out smog to perpetuate the global warming hoax that they're into. Oh, okay. So... It's dangerous. They're going to have to have their people... Let, I mean, they have their fucking TV sunrise now, so they're going to have to eventually just TV live under... TV sunrise? Yeah, there's... In one of the cities, the smog's so fucked up that someone just built a, a giant, like, billboard-sized... You know, those big billboard... Digital billboards? Yeah. It says digital sunrise, where the sunrise would be, <laughs> like, perspective-wise. Well, I, the sun moves, though. I mean... It go, yes, it tracks along until it reaches the edge of the billboard when you can sort of see the sun because it's high enough in the sky to penetrate the smog. No, no, no. I mean, like, literally over the year, the sun will rise. It will, like, track up and down a little bit, like, from where it rises each point of the day. I don't think they care about that. Oh, okay. I think it's just to give people a little taste of a sunrise in their otherwise bleak existence. As long as they're, like, 300 yards from the billboard. Right. Otherwise they, they just wanted it. to get a yeah. taste okay. of life before they die from an incurable lung disease. Or... Right. So they will be, and then they'll be recycled into food. Okay. Like in that ironic food court scene where the dead bodies are being driven away in the little, like, smiley face cart. <laughs> but you're a cannibal. That's awful. That's another thing I really enjoyed about that. <laughs> Bring out your dad. I like that part. Yeah. But that's what it was. Some of the funny stuff I thought in the movie. It's just like it had a little character. Versus that's the difference, I think, is that the, none, the, none of the funny stuff in the new one was like supposed to be like, I knew you'd say that. Like, it was just supposed to be funny, like 
in a you know the smiley face card is dragging right. the dead bodies away. Like it, it wasn't supposed <laughs> to become a catchphrase that they printed on like collectible McDonald's right. cups. <laughs> it, was, it was just like funny because it was a dark, darkly humorous kind of juxtaposition sort yeah. of thing. It wasn't like you know a one-liner zinger. What was it's um. What was the fuck quarters adjourned or something? What was his big thing when he fucking killed him at the end? Yeah, no, he's like, yeah, he's like quarters adjourned, and the guy's like, oh, that, that was action one liner for killing the bad guy. Quarters adjourned. That sort of felt like um like a diehard type line, I like yippee kaye, motherfucker. Quarters adjourned, motherfucker. <laughs> what you've got mail? Like what's yeah? <laughs> you got mail. <laughs> That was the big climactic line. Suck it, it down. I, I would have preferred that. that. Suck it down. Suck it down. That would have made more sense than like just quarters adjourned. Like we're not in court. <laughs> Where do you see it? Well, I mean, that's the thing though. I, the judges are the, you know, yes. judge, jury, and executioner. So they are the court of law but because he, they he, can. He could say like the sentence is death or something. I mean, any one-liner, I'm sure that would have been in the movie we would have been bitching about at this very moment, whatever. It's it's all fucking stupid one-liners, but it it is made it funny. Like, they're, they're it's like you're one-liners. trying so hard. That's good. But, it's like, but an effective one-liner is set up before, like Lethal Weapon 2, when the South African diplomat guy is like, diplomatic immunity, because he gets out of everything in the movie like that, and then Danny Glover kills him and says, it's been revoked. <laughs> that was set up. And this one is just like quarters adjourned. I, you know, I think they Go they away. depend. They like really depend on the audience to take their knowledge of what the courtroom is like in reality and apply it to like all the TV court stuff that you right. would hear, like quarters adjourned, and like you know all that stuff that they you, you're supposed to think that when you see him doing it, and it, it just it just comes off very strange, and like it's like meant to be funny, but you're laughing at it. You're laughing at it, not with it. You're, you're laughing at it for the wrong reasons. <laughs> Whereas the new one, like, I guess I just have a sicker sense of humor, but I was laughing all the time because, like, just, like, all the funny deaths and stuff and the bodies falling and I crap thought those like were that. hilarious. Like, those were hilarious. And the guy getting his arm blown off when he tries to use the gun, it's like, that was hilarious. And it was, like, hilarious for different reasons. Like, I can laugh at, like, <laughs> falling bodies and whatnot and arms being blown off. Like, Wee! sort of thing it's like kind of funny in that sense but it's a different sort of funny i don't know justin do you jerk off to 9-11 jumper footage uh <laughs> do you have cameras in my house <laughs> i do like the end of this movie where he makes her like smoke the drug or whatever and then... yeah and he's like what is, what's the on that pulse indicator or whatever she has the heartbeat monitor like he's like what's the range on that thing it's, it's just she hits the ground and it's like that's what i thought <laughs> <laughs> but i see that's what i like i really like Carl Urban as Judge Dredd, even though like he really plays up the the scowl on his face, the frowny face, the yeah. half of his face that you see. I like the way he plays him because he's just no nonsense. Where I don't know, Stallone just seems like instead of no nonsense, like I said, he has like a huge stick up his ass and just has a huge hard on for like the letter of the law. Letter so of I the think what? The, the letter of the law. The which, law. Right. I think which, it's just how the character is written, though. I don't know if it is necessarily... But you know what I mean? Like, they just set it up so transparently in Judge Dredd that, like, ooh, Stallone has to learn that, you know, you have to enforce the spirit of the law, not just the letter of the law, because, you know, it's like sentencing Rob Schneider to, like, three more years for hiding inside of a robot when it's, <laughs> you know, when you see in the new one that they kind of get that because he's telling the vagrant, like, ah, oh, you know, don't come, don't be here when I come back, and... 
And then when the guy's still there, he's like, I warned you. And then the guy gets crushed by the door anyway. So. Okay. I, I think that was <laughs> I like, I thought, that, yeah. I thought a lot of the deaths were kind of funny, but I didn't really like have a like laughing moment, like laugh out loud moment. That one I laughed out loud at. Cause I was just like, Oh, the doors are going. Oh, nope. <laughs> okay. Oh, I, I like this. Like some of the action there, like, you were right. I agree with you that a lot of it was very predictable about what they're going to do. It's just like, oh, I know what he's going to do then. But one of the things I liked is like the phone booth scene where they, like, he put the dead guy in the phone booth and just they're all around that and he, he got like, who them. Who made with the that. call? Huh? Who made the call? I'm sure he did and then he ran away. Fuck <laughs> <laughs> <Lucky> you, Justin. <laughs> Or uh, when you know when she brings down like the the mini guns and it's just like blowing up the entire floor mm-hmm. to to get him. I laughed. I thought it was I thought it was funny because you know you know that they're not gonna get him. <laughs> it was just funny to see how they didn't get him. And then I don't know. He's basically doing like coming out of walls and shit and grabbing people. <laughs> Batman. Yeah, it was Batman sets. That yeah, that is like Carl Urban played him more like Christian Bale's Batman, whereas Stallone was playing Joel Schumacher's Batman. Joel Schumacher's Batman. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Is that fat funny. nipples. I always forget. Yeah. Yes. Okay. But he was playing the Val Kilmer version, the yeah. the serious Batman, but then he's also morally conflicted in yeah. his regular persona. I've been having dreams lately, Judge Hershey. <laughs> <laughs> Every day in my father's journal. <laughs> <laughs> oh, wait, I'm a clone. <laughs> my life has no meaning. I'm going to have the, the half-done clones that he's just... Okay, that too bothered me because like they could have done something with that. And it's just like they went for like the cheap scare thrill thing. Like the clone pops up, but they don't do anything after that. They don't fight the clones or anything like that. They just like, ah, ah once. Because they're, they're just like slime monsters at that point. They're not done yet. <clears throat> but, the, but like they set up the threat that he's going to like release the clones to back him up in the fight. And then they just don't do anything. And then they just, the building explodes and they die. They ran out of budget. <laughs> so they ran out of like cheesy goo to put on the people. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think that's how cloning works either, but maybe, I don't know. It's not the future. Well, cloning according in the to future, the sixth okay. day, remember according to the sixth day, that is how it works. They grow you in a little tank, and if you're not done in time, you look but like it, a fucking wax but monster. But in the sixth day, they were, <laughs> they were using blanks like to, to to build on. Yeah, yeah, so they had like a you know 40 year old blank or whatever they could just like put Arnold into. Yeah, this one was like they're 3D printing them, and it's like it's not done yet. You can't take it out of the MakerBot. Don't do it. You're gonna get an error. <laughs> well, the way the way that it reminded me was of like in the Fifth Element when they kind of like 3D print um, the girl. You remember that? Oh, yeah. And they kind of, and she kind of comes out, and she's just like not all there mentally. I guess I don't remember. Did they actually finish it or not, or something? No, happened? they finished it, but she didn't understand anything about Earth or English language. So, as far as she was concerned, she was trapped in a glass tube. Okay, yeah. See, that's that's what it made me think of when the Judge Dread clones they were doing that. That like somehow they were incomplete, but I guess I was totally wrong about that comparison anyway. Well, Sylvester Stallone's clone was incomplete. He's retarded. What? The <laughs> Chief Justice. I'll, I just like everything about this movie. The bike is a piece of shit and it has a big fucking CRT TV in it. And he does a Fonzie movie like... It <laughs> just says error, error, oh, error and blows you, up. Did you like how they, they like 
moment for moment recreated the speeder bike chase from Return of the Jedi. <laughs> <laughs> like he jumps on the other the other bike and yeah, he pulls the guy off and, and Rob Schneider's there. Yeah. Thus making the even better. Yeah. Hey there. <laughs> or George Lucas got some ideas for the prequels from that scene. George Lucas got some lawsuit ideas from that scene, maybe, and then they told him to go back to sleep. And no, George Lucas was probably busy writing the Phantom Menace at this point in time. Wasn't wait? Was it the second one or the third one that had that scene in the city with the little cars they were hopping between? Second one. Second, okay. Where Obi Wan and Anakin drive the car all the way across the planet, chasing Jango Fett. Yeah, yeah. sure. I don't. The really action remember. sequence that was storyboarded by Steven Spielberg. Yeah. And then executed by a retard. <laughs> yeah, but I was like probably one of the only genuinely exciting sequences in that movie. But anyway, we're talking about Judge Dredd. So, can't get derailed by Star Wars again. <laughs> the law. The law. It's against the law. But Anakin talks about the law. That's what he's saying to the guy, tell us who hired, or the, the assassin. Tell us who hired you. Death sticks. That's three years mandatory. Yeah. In the ISO cubes, yeah. <laughs> So what what are an ISO cube? Is it just like a I guess you sit in a cube. Okay. Yeah, you get frozen for like three years or whatever and So it's like Demolition Man, another classic. Exactly. We were talking about that the other day. It's like how many of these movies are just so so similar? Do we watch that one? No. Guess we're watching next week. Fucking shit. (laughs) Demolition Man. What was that on Rotten Tomatoes? Twenty? Twenty five? Uh, probably like a negative 10 or something. Demolition oh, Man God. is great. It's got Rob Schneider in it again. What? <laughs> How the fuck? Yeah, and, and uh, Wesley Snipes is the bad guy. And, and Sandra Bullock is there. <clears throat> yes, Sandra Bullock huh. is Judge Hershey in that movie. And <laughs> It's a very similar movie, though, actually. It has Jack Black's in this movie, too. Anyway. Oh, I hope he gets killed. He, yeah, I think he is. <laughs> yeah, yeah, he is. Any movie where Jack Black gets killed is pretty enjoyable to me. It's a great movie. Anyway, it's a D de- get degree sort of score on Rotten Tomatoes. So <laughs> it's enjoyable in the same way that Judge Dredd movie is. Okay, oh. he's an over the top psycho cop who just goes around murdering people. But instead of Judge Dredd's future, where you need like fascist people who live in a giant eagle building and shoot you from their flying motorcycles, the future is all like um, um, uber peaceful liberal arts university kind of thing like you get fined for saying the bad words and everything's um, shiny and happy okay but so, it's shiny yeah. and happy because it's like we're we'll fucking put you in prison if you say anything wrong but so they don't know how to deal with a crazy fuck like wesley there's no snipes. more cis white yeah. males out there type so thing they're all okay. pussies now so okay. wesley snipes gets released and he's just tearing shit up and the police officers who go to confront him the first time are just like reading a script like stop <laughs> Please be nice. Put your weapon down. <laughs> and like the thing talks back to them and is like, good, continue. Like, sir. <laughs> yeah, it could be good then. Versus Judge Dredd who's just like, you know, select fire, grenade, double whammy. <laughs> okay, those were, that was actually funny. Like, All the different shit is fucking gun ducks. <laughs> Blow job. <laughs> well, it's like in the, in the, the 2012 one, he... I think he goes through like every single thing the gun does. Yeah, to find like ammo or yeah. whatever. <laughs> it's like it's on the side of your gun. It says which one has ammo. It's, yeah, <laughs> you don't need to go and say your position. What? Not trying to get your how, gun to fire. How about fire. the guy in the medical facility who just doesn't let them in? What a pussy! He's like, 
I'm not going to let you in because I don't want to get on Mama's bad side, so you're on your own, Judge. I see how it is. He didn't take his helmet off, though. He didn't? Didn't. Did not. Yeah, I, I enjoyed that he didn't take it off. Because that took me right out of the movie, man, in the first one. Not really. It just revealed to me that he was Rocky Balboa. <laughs> yeah, that's what it took me out of the movie. Like, when it just half his face, I'm like, I think that's Stallone, isn't it? Yeah. And then, like, all of a sudden, he took his helmet off. Like, hey, it's Rocky. Sweet. I was thinking, I've never seen a Rocky movie. Oh. Anyway. Well, it's not science fiction, but I was thinking that it's like... Um, uh, I can't even remember what his name is from Demolition Man, but I thought that's who it was. I just get them confused because they're they're so similar. Well, it, and you know what the downside of ha- him having his helmet taken off in the f- in the first movie is that when he has it on, you expect him to be like the emotionless robot just enforcing the law. But when he takes it off, you expect that he has some kind of emotion that he's going to express, and just no, he's he's the, he's still a machine. Sylvester Stallone can't emote though. He lost the ability to do that. His only emote is yelling with like a curled mouth or something. Like, no, Rico. Wait. It's just <laughs> really fascinating how he even got into movies. But well, what do you want from him though? He already ended the Soviet Union with one speech. I mean, but that's what I mean. He's done movies where he what? has he can. What movie am I forgetting or didn't see? Rocky, Rocky Four. Oh my god. Okay, he, again, I never seen the Rocky movies. So he beats up the Russian guy who's like a steroid pumped like I've heard about that. super soldier. Yes. Uh-huh. And gets revenge because he killed Rocky's friend by boxing him too hard. Knocks him out and then gives an impassioned speech about how we can all change and humanity's good and everything. And Mikhail Gorbachev is like, yes. This, yes, let's American, take down that wall. <laughs> this American boxer's convinced yeah, me. So let's do glasnost and perestroika. And what's really funny about <laughs> that, that translation that the Russian guy is giving when Stallone's talking in Rocky Four is that Stallone's like, oh, if you can change, I can change. Everybody, and then they're all clapping. It's like the actual translation of what the Russian guy was saying was like everybody gets big bags of money or something like they're that. They're paying the extras. <laughs> they're paying the extras. And they're, so you're all, everybody's going to get paid after this. And they're all like, like yay. yay. <laughs> <laughs> but that, that's not a good example of what I'm saying. It's just that <laughs> Sylvester Sloan has shown that he can play like characters that actually have emotions and stuff. It's, I, I, I'm just conflicted as to whether the, they wrote Judge Dredd that way for this movie or whether Stallone just decided, I'm going to play him as like a piece of wood who enforces the law. <laughs> mm. I think he decided to play him like that, that he was going to be like a... Real uptight. And in, like just totally implacable cop guy who just does everything by the book. Yeah, like, but then he takes his helmet I've heard off. it all, Judge Hershey. And is supposed to be human and forgets to do it. Yeah. When Judge Hershey's like, you know, sometimes it's okay to not like do everything. Sometimes like Rob Schneider has to hide in the the Brahmin robot. There's the low, and he gets on his shitty motorcycle and leaves. Doesn't learn a thing. And then Max von yeah. Sydow tells him that and says, "You have to go back to school to lecture at the academy to learn about ethics." Right, but it really doesn't seem like he learns much about ethics by the the end of the film. No. Yeah. That's, that's the best part, It's like though. a fucking diversion. It's is like, it, oh, here's the emotional arc. No, I'm going to go in the direction of blowing shit up. <laughs> that's the best part, is that nobody learns anything. This is the perfect <laughs> film. Like Just like the real world. Like they're not going <laughs> right? yeah. <laughs> like to reform the, the, you know, the judge's order or whatever. They're just like, oh, we just need some new people to lead it. Let's yeah, just plug <laughs> and play. Judge Dredd, the guy who most represented the old judge's order, you should be the guy to lead it. 
because we can't think for ourselves. <laughs> Most summary executions are going to be good for us. Uh, no thanks, I'm a street judge, and I'm late. <laughs> I'm a street judge. Go ahead and change the rules for me. <laughs> Print a new book. He's got that fucking book. He shows the kids. It's done here. Like you know, I, it, I think it, the gun's important. Right. It would have changed my mind a little bit if the, at the end of the movie they had been like thrusting the power on him, and he would have been like, "No, no, it should be Judge Hershey instead," because it's established in the, earlier in the movie that she was like top of her class and ethics and stuff like that, and criminal defense. Yeah, and, and then she defends him at the trial. So it kind of ma- and she's like telling him the whole movie, like, "Oh, you don't need to be such a you know brutal asshole to everybody." Like. Yeah, and it's already been established that Judge Dredd is the perfect street judge. So it's, it makes sense for him to be on... I mean, he's been created to be the street judge. Rob Schneider should have been the new chief judge. Yes. No, he just his job was the one-liners <laughs> and then say, like, hey, take me away before I plead to death. <laughs> and he got the robot, though. He got the big, goofy robot. <laughs> like on top of his head. <laughs> That was Hair a, okay. Arms. I will say that I like the robot because that was very cool animatronics or whatever the hell they were doing with that, like puppet, stop stop motion with a puppet. Yeah, it was it was I, pretty decent. I liked him tearing off the guys German guys' arms. Yeah, except they didn't show it. I wanted to see the I gore know, more. That's that's why I liked the the 2012 one because they, you know they didn't hold back on that stuff. Well, they had to get all the dead bodies onto the smiley face robot cart yeah. thing. <laughs> <laughs> I just fucking love that scene. The food course is full of dead people, and it's like drawing a trail through the blood and just driving away like the happy little robot cart. Please resume your normal activities. <laughs> oh, God, yeah. Also, the fifth element, I'm kind of reminded of a lot of that in this movie. In Judge Dredd or Dredd? Judge Dredd. Oh, yeah, okay. Like, just the overall look of the world is overall what made me world. think of that. And the, the apartment complex, especially, like, when Rob Schneider first got there, I was thinking, like, wow, this looks just like Corbin Dallas's apartment. Right, everybody lives in a fucking shoebox. Yeah, yeah. but, like, every, it's all fucked up, and there's, like, the robot hanging out, like, going down the hallway and stuff. Like, this looks like the fifth element. Yeah, kind of, like, future grunge. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Except there was no Chinese guy pulling up to his window saying, oh, you want wrench? Yeah. You want wrench? You want wrench? Yeah. I like the fifth element. And I, I know the, tec- I liked it too. The, the I know the technology wasn't quite there yet, the green screen stuff, but like you know the the stuff they did where they're flying in the air on the motorcycles against the matte background. <laughs> really bad. That's just on like giant rollers they have some guy paying to like whoosh, like turn the little screen and whatnot. You know what it reminded me of? It reminded me of like the God, what was that stuff they did in like Alien Three with like they did some kind of like rotoscoping thing with like the CGI alien or the the puppet alien and to put it on like the film and it just looked really fake. Oh yeah, yeah. They, it they it, put it looked like, like the same the technique. Yeah. So that's why I was like, oh, like they're on like a little track in the <laughs> in the studio right now. It was like an oh, you ever seen RoboCop three and his jetpack? That's what it was like. Yeah, definitely. Where they superimposed them over the top of it instead of like filming them directly against the background, like they just. It was the intermediary step. Yeah. Between like uh, the alien's ship flying away from the explosion, which was like somebody swinging a model on a string in front of a camera really quick. Right. Like the really primitive blue screen to like Phantom Menace stuff where you can Everything. still you can still tell they're fake, but really? they're you know you? they're actually integrated with the world better. Yeah. 
I think the worst one was probably, is it Attack, which one's Attack of the, is it Attack of the Clones or the Revenge of the Sith where Obi-Wan is talking with Yoda and Mace Windu in the big hallway? Uh, I think it's I think Attack, it's Attack of, the of the Clones, Clones where like he's talking about Anakin's powers becoming and arrogant. arrogant. Yeah. yeah. And Yoda's on the little floaty chair. Yeah. That's mm. that's the, about the level of Judge Dredd's speeder bike chase. Well, it's it's weird because it's so inconsistent though within the same movie, because you can like the the droid the battle droids look pretty good, but then like you Jar Jar Binks looks totally fake, and it's the same technology. Just like in Judge Dredd, riding on the fucking bikes in the air looks totally fake, but. You know, like a lot of the explosions and things like that, they're they're not too bad. Yeah, I think they've been doing explosions longer, and I think you, the dro- you accept droids look a little different, but Jar Jar is supposed to be like a living, breathing, yeah. flesh and blood creature, so he, it just looks wrong. Yeah, he's supposed to move like a person moves, like fluid. Whereas, like I accepted the the Judge Dread War Robot because also it's sixty years old or something it's you expect it to be kind of creaky too that it moves in that kind of staccato fashion yeah they're robo judge program yeah <laughs> then they just went and made clones because it was easier i I don't really see how it would be easier to make clones than robots because they can replace their losses in eight hours oh, okay what's I, what's just funny is they didn't know that like they had to ask <laughs> the computer like this what's the state of the technology we have today it's like oh you can make clones in eight hours like sucra book. <laughs> <laughs> they were, that's the weird thing is weren't they were they not aware of the research being done because they were like it'll take forever to make the clones well let's ask the computer how long would it work with modern cloning technology that exists now you could do it well in I think half it was just hour. like with modern technology like applying other advances in other fields how can we apply this to like our older technology that used you say like you know TI-85, you know, processors, and now they have, you know, I-7 chips. How much faster can we make it now that we haven't touched this thing in, you know, 60 years? Like, oh, well, we have these fucking great chips that we can just put in here and speed up, you know, 10,000x. Well, well, they should have the, just made better robots then. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah, that's what I said. In the case of microprocessors, <laughs> it's like they're kind of reaching the wall now because they're you have well, to go, like, subatomic now. To, yeah, but I'm saying, like, it was 60 <laughs> years back from, like, today. Ant-Man. Back, and then... Send them in there. <laughs> It's like there's a lot of technological advances that you can say, oh, we could apply things from maybe 60 years ago and be upgraded computers and shit and do a lot of different calculations. That would be against the law. Maybe. Yeah, Judge Dredd Time Cop, a Jean-Claude Van Damme, Solicitor Stallone collaboration. There's another movie we can watch, Justin. You'll love that one, Time Cop. Time Cop. Time Time Cop. You never guess what it's about. It's a cop who's always late to his shift. Oh. I wonder how okay. the judges handle illegal immigration in Mega City One. Like they incinerate them. Apparently, people come back from the future as goobacks. And oh, <laughs> <laughs> so I think uh, as far as people who are in that same timeline, they get incinerated. Apparently, is what Sylvester Stallone tells Rob Schneider. Well, they either are not let in, and those who do try or figure out they find their way in. No, they got roasted, but yeah. the theory sound. <laughs> well, I don't really get that. Okay, it's like well enough known that Dread knows that people tried to get in. So why wouldn't there just be like, okay, well, why don't we just put an iron gate on the little, you know, vent thing so people can't get in unless it's a small child anyway, which would be kind of funny to see him burn. That would have belonged in Dread, not Judge Dread, I feel like. like oh, okay. Watching little kids get burned to death. <laughs> 
But I well, mean, I mean, he Dredd didn't pick up a small child to use as a human shield. That would was the only missing thing. I did like where he used the other judges as human shields in the second movie. And the I thought when she was calling nine one one that it was like. I don't know, some special group of assassins. Is like I was, I was kind of pleasantly surprised. I was like, oh, they're corrupt judges. That's that's pretty neat. So, and then he quickly kills all of them because he's the best. Well, she kills the last one. The and there's no cheesy, cheesy one-liners that they want you to say over and over again in dread. It's just, I think the only kind of one-liner thing is where like he asks her if she's prepared and. Says she doesn't look prepared, and then says like, "Yeah, you look prepared." Like later in the movie, I didn't even catch that. Of course, adjourns, Justin. Because adjourned. all right, fuck you. Yeah. Out. <laughs> that's what he's. That's what he was thinking when he he threw her off there. Of course, adjourned. Yeah. Probably. Maybe he could have said that in dread. That would have made it just a, like it would have. Court adjourned. Yeah. It could work. Also, him giving like I, f- oh. I feel like him playing the Christian Bale Judge Dredd would be like. Also, when he's giving her the drugs and stuff, he's like, "Taste your own medicine, doctor." <laughs> it's just, just that's what I thought of. <laughs> Where are the drugs? I thought. Wait, did Ju- did Dredd give her the drugs before he pushed her off, or did she take the drugs? I forget. He gave her the drugs because oh. he knew that. What is like she was gonna the thing didn't have the range to transmit to the explosives if she had fallen that yeah. far, and he just wanted her to like have a slow, painful death, I guess, so he gave her the slow mo he um, wanted her to take as long as possible to yeah. fall down, and he oh, laughed about I it I mean, sure, I suppose that would suck, but it's not like you're in pain falling or anything, so I mean the you know tenth of a second of pain that you would feel when your head goes face first into the pavement is drawn out into what? Ten seconds? One second? I don't know. Math? Mm. Here. The special effect they had for that, those guys when they hit the ground though in slow motion, their faces like spreading out. Just like, like jellyfied. Yeah, <laughs> was, that was... That was pretty inventive. I liked it. And then like they lifted up the little blanket. It seriously looked like just strawberry jam just yeah. like <laughs> next to their head. Maybe it was. Yeah, maybe I want some toast, man. I could go through some toast right now with some sweet ass jam on it. They fake their own some deaths. blackberry jam on there. Okay. Oh, yeah. Or apple butter. Oh man. Anything's Ooh. possible, Justin. We live in a world where we had a presidential address written by Bane, so anything is truly possible. Anything is truly possible. It now. is the dankest timeline. We're giving this back to you, the people. He was missing the mask, though. Yeah. But. That's Nobody true. cared about tie me. down to his crotch, though. So, yes, it's important. Judge Dredd has one too. You just can't see it. <laughs> Judges should wear ties. Okay. Look professional. Have a little American flag pin too. Or have your stupid gold armor only cover one vulnerable joint <laughs> and, <laughs> yeah. and leave the other one exposed. There's no need to cover both of them. Aren't you going to say goodbye? Goodbye, Hershey. <laughs> <laughs> He had autism. <laughs> yeah, I know. It's just like, what is he? Is it like a, the cloning process turned him into like a high-functioning retard or something? An idiot savant who just knows the law book really well? Yeah. When he was growing in the test tube, his 
head sort of got smushed to one side. So, but maybe that's his one thing. Like that's his thing. <laughs> that's his his autistic thing. He's obsessed with. His oh yeah, like. Uh, and he doesn't understand like it's why like, Rob Schneider <laughs> should be let off for hiding the robot to save his own life because it's love. So you think viewed for through the the critical lens of autism that Judge Dredd could be considered like an early documentary. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I'm like <laughs> obsessive behavior. <laughs> what happens if you have a, a hyper autistic Asperger's person in the future who's a judge, jury, executioner, killing machine? What ha- it's a very specific case, but yeah, you got to make sure you write those laws very specifically because he's going to memorize all of them. Apparently, he did. <laughs> yeah, his little book. He just rattles off the section the guy violates like Rain Man. <laughs> All, the only thing was missing is Hershey dumping like matches on the floor and saying how many matches are in the jar. <laughs> Guys, it's a three thousand four hundred eighty-five. The well, he's got his little his little black book there <laughs> yeah. with the gold uh, trim on it. Oh dear God! That's this great. movie has in a new light now. I have to rewatch it. Did you know, it's like, it's like people. He who, has like the autistic sounding <laughs> thing on, <laughs> and he wants to show it to everybody. This is the low. <laughs> <laughs> It's like it's like people in English programs who go and analyze works of art through like the feminist perspective. Like we go back and look through Judge Dredd at like the the medical autism perspective for the school of critique. There, this is the low. It's like, it's, like actually, it's actually about the society. The best. It's actually about society ostracizing people like him with obsessive compulsive disorders. <laughs> Judge Dredd is like the school shooters of the future. Yeah. <laughs> They're just gonna wait. Yes. <laughs> Seriously, though, like, if you think about it, like, that little fucked up kid who, like, did the Sandy Hook shooting and stuff, like, how many Judge Dredd vibes do you get, like, hearing that kid's story? I mean, he's, he's fucking, like, obsessive and stuff and, like, uh, very creepy and just, you know, like, I'm obsessed with the law. So in the, the law. in the future, with a just totally untouchable police force that is the government, basically, that guy could have grown up to be a judge. Right. He would have been Rico. <clears throat> he might have been Judge Dredd, I mean. <laughs> <laughs> but that's the thing, too, that the only really thematic thing I found interesting there is that Judge Dredd interprets the law so um, literally that really he could have just gone one leap of logic and started acting like Rico and saying, like, oh, well, you know, like, we know that people are just going to commit crimes anyway, so I just got to kill them before they commit the crimes. He was just taking it one step further into, like, the minority report world. But I think that the law says you have to violate it before you get punished. So Judge Dredd must he must adhere to that. I Qantas suppose. has never crashed. Got to take Qantas. What? <laughs> Rain Man. Uh, I don't remember <clears throat> that movie that well. Oh, okay. <clears throat> Dustin Hoffman will only fly on Qantas because they never had a crash. Oh. Uh, yeah. Okay. Whatever. I would be less likely to fly on Qantas because they are due for a crash. Fuck you, Justin Hoffman. Dustin Hoffman. Dustin? Ah, whatever. Justin's a better name. Justin Hoffman. (laughs) (laughs) Dustin Montgomery. (laughs) (laughs) A new actor. Yeah. (laughs) Okay. It's going to be a show meme now. It's going to come up a lot next week. With Demolition Man. Okay. Goodbye, Hershey.